The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. This is Blindspot, a radio show and podcast brought to you by the Southland branch of the Association of Blind Citizens New Zealand on Radio Southland. And here's your guest host, Hannah Pascoe. Kia ora and welcome to the first edition of Blindspot for 2022, proudly sponsored and produced by Blind Citizens Southland. You are currently listening to Radio Southland 96.4 FM, or you could be listening to a podcast via the good old Wi-Fi. So this is Hannah Pascoe on air today, filling in for Carolyn Weston. Unfortunately, 10 weeks ago, Carolyn had a bit of a fall and has sadly broken two legs and her arm and has been in hospital ever since. So until she's able to get out of hospital and back on air, you will luckily get to listen to me for a little bit. So really hope you enjoy the show. Carolyn, we're all thinking of you, love you, and hope you recover very shortly. So with no further ado, let's get into it. So today on air, we have Anna Crane, who is from Auckland and a part of Macular Degeneration New Zealand. Kia ora, Anna. Kia ora. Thank you for having me, and I'm so sorry to hear about Carolyn. Yeah, it's really sad. So a lot of us have been checking in on her quite frequently and, you know, she's doing well considering. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. That must be really tough. Yeah, it would be. Yes. So um, so you're here to tell us some stuff about macula. Um, I do know that it's a condition that affects a lot of elderly people. Are you able to tell us a little bit more about that? Okay, so there's different forms of macular degeneration, but the most common and the one that the charity that I am uh, the manager of, uh, which is Macular Degeneration New Zealand, focuses on is age-related macular degeneration. And as the name says, it affects people as they mature, just like the rest of the body, the eyes can wear out. And um, the statistics show that 50 and above is where your risks definitely increase. Yeah. So in New Zealand, about one in seven fifty above will have some form of macular degeneration, yeah. and then it drops to one in four above 80. Yeah. And yeah. Is, is there any way of preventing that from happening, or is it just hereditary, or can it develop in anybody? Yeah, yeah so there are some risk factors that increase your risk. Smoking is one of them. Yeah. Genetics is a biggest is a big component of it. Yeah. Um, it potentially changing your diets might help and reduce risk, but that's really only when you you know looking after your eyes and looking after your body is about the same. So Mediterranean diet as you go through life mm. is always a good thing, as the heart people will tell you. Yeah. And the same goes with your eyes. 
Yeah. Um, when you, if you have it and you get to a certain stage with it, then um, changing your diet more significantly and focusing on certain nutrients may be beneficial. Yeah. Or taking supplements. But um, wearing sunglasses, everything you can do to protect your eyes reduces yeah. risks for numerous conditions. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, age is the prevailing risk factor. Yeah. So one ophthalmologist said to me, if we all lived long <laughs> enough, we'd all probably get age-related mac- macular degeneration, <laughs> and that's the reality. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I guess it's a good thing to get your eyes checked regularly as you get older as well. Do you think so? Absolutely. To yep. tell you the truth, um, w- one of the things that ourselves, along with eye health charities, want to do is get New Zealanders to have eye checks. And I'm not saying for your vision acuity, I'm talking mm. about eye health checks. Yeah. So checking out to see if there's any, because um, you can have 20 20 eyesight yes. and have the early symptoms of macular degeneration. Yeah. And then you know your risks have up slightly. Yeah. So that gives you information to be able to look after yourself better. So and to watch for um, the symptoms if the case they deteriorate. Yeah. So it's really important that people do eye health checks. I know that they often cost um, and that is an off-putting thing, but if possible, we'd encourage everybody every two years. Yes. And if you have risk factors or you have the early stages of macular degeneration, we would encourage you to look at and changing that to every year. Yeah, and but even, at even least if you know every two years. Yeah, and even if you know of someone who has macular degeneration, it would kind of motivate you to you know want to have those regular checkups as well. Yeah. The, the interesting thing, macular degeneration is three times more common than dementia. Wow. But a lot of people do not know that macular degeneration actually exists or what it is or that's to do with the eyes or anything mm. else. And But if you ask people, everybody knows what dementia is. Yes, they do. So it's one of the reasons we were created and founded as a charity was to change that and get people to understand what the early symptoms are and how to take care of your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you were down here last year promoting macular, weren't you? And you're hoping to get back yeah. down again to, you know, promote looking, you know, eye health. Yeah. Yeah, COVID's put a little bit of a stop on things, <laughs> as you can imagine. Yes. Um, but last year we were um, down for Love Your Eyes. Um, yeah. Macular Degeneration New Zealand, along with some other charities, belong to another charity called Eye Health Aotearoa. Yeah. And as part of the International Agency of Prevention of Blindness, we ran an art competition and event in Bluff on the 14th of October last year. And Caroline actually was a very core part of that and I really, really appreciate the support we got for the locals for that event and those who sent the artwork and some amazing artwork done by the local um, primary school and secondary and intermediate children down in Southland. Yes, that's fantastic. I was very, very pleased and proud to hold that. And so that was for the International World Sight Day and we're looking at doing something on a more... Um, New Zealand scale with a focus in Wellington because it's a parliamentary focus this year. Yeah. But I want to come down and really raise awareness about macular degeneration now in Southland. Yeah. And I'm looking at coming down towards the end of April, fingers crossed with COVID. Really? Uh, watch and watch out for that and, date, people. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I'd love to link in with anybody who would be interested in um, having our resources to hand out or maybe having me come and speak or um, to their community group or anything that you think would help raise awareness and just getting people to be able to check for the early symptoms and um, help prevent the loss of preventable, you know, um, loss of vision, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it is something extremely important to do. And so, Anna, why do you think that people, you know, aren't aware of macular degeneration like they should be? That's a really interesting, uh, interesting question. It's just not... Part of the reason, I suppose, is that 15 years ago, or 16 now, there was no treatment for it. So it was sort of something, you'd go to the optometrist, you'd get diagnosed with it, and no matter which version you had, because there's two distinct versions of age-related macular degeneration, yeah. no matter what version you had, you'd just be said, I'm very sorry, but you're going to lose your vision. Yeah. Um, and although you never go fully blind with macular degeneration, you lose significant vision, which impacts highly upon your lifestyle yeah. and your ability to do things. Yes. So um, I think... What sort of happened is is that because it wasn't really treatable, it wasn't really discussed. Mm. And we're still trying to get that conversation to happen. Yeah. And um, we're small charity, and yeah. we just really need help to get that to be resolved. Yeah. There is now treatment for wet macular degeneration, which is the version that steals sight faster. Yeah. And that's been, in, um, that's been around for the last few years now. Is that right? The treatment? Yes. Yeah, so um, Avastin was identified 15 years ago. Mm. So I've met people um, receiving that treatment um, 100 times because you have to have it constantly. So yeah. they've been receiving it for 10 years. Um, and now in 2018, we got another drug approved by Medisafe and then funded by Pharmac along with a group of people. We were yeah. part of that. Yeah. Um, they achieved that and we're very proud of that, which is called ILEA, which if Avastin doesn't work for people, they change to ILEA. Yeah. So there's lots of research and we actually put out a newsletter. If anybody wants to be linked into that, very happy to do that as well. Um, on macular degeneration and we include the latest research and things like that because a lot of research happening yeah just it's taking a bit of time to come through with some res- you know, solutions yeah to the other version especially which is dry yeah and what so what's the difference with dry and wet and why is there not that much treatment with the dry version so um the interesting thing we call it dry and wet and that is it's um, common names, it's actually atrophic, which is dry, and mm. neovascular, which is wet. Yeah. So dry macular degeneration is a build-up of a, a product called drusen that the body makes, yeah. and instead of being cleared away by the eye's systems into the blood, it builds up and it pushes the retina out of shape, the mm. macular component, which is the very central part of your retina, yeah. out of shape. Yeah. The wet actually is when there's blood vessels that grow through those layers mm. uh, and bleed behind the macula and then put it out of shape because of the bleeding. Yeah. So when we say dry and wet, we're not actually talking about people crying or having dry eyes yeah. or dry eyes, which is a separate, very serious eye condition in itself. Yeah. Um, we're talking about what's happening in the back. So you can't see by looking at somebody that have macular degeneration. There's yeah. no... You you have to have the proper equipment, yep. which most optometrists, if not all in New Zealand, now have, yeah. and they refer you to an ophthalmologist who checks it. Yeah. But that's the difference. So yeah. the actual medication that's given stops the bleeding, yeah. but we haven't found out anything that stops the build-up of the drusen sufficiently at the moment. Yeah. So I guess it's important to say that that's why those eye health checkups are seriously important because like you said before you know seeing 2020 doesn't actually show what's going on behind your eyes correct yeah yeah 
Yeah, and there's early warning signs, whether you're looking at glycoma, which I'm not an expert on, mm. but we do have a relationship with glycoma in New Zealand. There's early warning signs for that condition and there's early yes, warning signs for macular degeneration in New Zealand. Yeah. And most of those are more easier for the people to see, yeah. like the optometrists and people like that with their equipment. Yeah. You won't be able to see those first warning signs yourself. You'll only see it when you start to lose your vision, Yeah. which yeah, you'd like to know a little bit sooner than that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add, Anna, about macular and getting your eyes checked? And there is a thing called an AMSLA grid, which yep. you can use, and we're happy to send those out. Okay. So that's a way of doing an initial self-test. Yeah. It's not the be-all, end-all, but it's definitely a good indicator as to what your risk levels are. Yeah. And you can watch your eyesight uh, for the early warning symptoms. Happy to send those out. And if people want to contact us through our website, which is mdnz.org.nz, and you'll see that, or you can print one out from our resources page, which is under services, then resources, and you'll see one there that you can actually download and print out. And also, if anybody would like to contact me for me to meet with them when I come down late April, I'm really keen to do that as well. And they're welcome to either call me on our 0800 number, which is on our website, or email me at Anna at mdnz.org.nz and I'd be keen to meet up or to speak to you first about meeting up and making a time to do so. Brilliant. Thank you, Anna. And also, uh, feel free to get in contact with either myself or Carolyn if you uh, want to get those contacts for Anna as well. So thank you so much, Anna, for joining us today. And it's so interesting just hearing more about macular degeneration and Again, how important it is to look after your eyes and monitor them as you never know what is going to happen. So thank you so much, Anna. You're most welcome. And thank you so much for having me on, Hannah. And you're doing an amazing job. So thank you. For <laughs> no <that>. worries. <laughs> and yeah, it's been, um, again, it's kind of cool filling in for Carolyn. And again, we do hope you come back. So that's about all we have time for today. Next month, we're not sure what we're going to have on, but it will be exciting. Hopefully we can talk to someone, you know, around transport. Otherwise, uh, we will check in again next month and you'll get to hear my lovely voice again. So I hope you've enjoyed today and we'll catch you later. Hakite. This has been Blind Spot with guest host Hannah Pascoe. The show is available as a podcast on the Radio Southland website, radiosouthland.org.nz, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and via the accessmedia.nz app, free from Google Play and in the Apple Store. Remember to select Radio Southland as your station, and then shows are listed alphabetically. Blind Spot is supported by the Southland branch of the Association of Blind Citizens New Zealand and is produced by Radio Southland. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz. 